Thank you for joining us today. At ResLife, our mission is to develop committed followers of Jesus Christ to reach the world. Our content is created to equip and empower you in God's purpose. We hope you enjoy this message. Good morning, good morning, good morning. All right, all right. It's good to be here this morning with y'all. Man, I am fired up, absolutely fired up to be here. And my desire today is to give you something so practical. I'm talking about so practical that you can take, apply it, you latch onto that thing, apply it to your life. And when you walk out, guaranteed, when you walk out, your life can be changed. Now, it's not always you can do that. Sometimes you got to think about things. Sometimes you got to, you, you need a little deeper, little, little deeper uh, teaching on that thing. But what we're going to talk about today is so simple and so practical that I guarantee you that you can latch onto that thing and your life can be changed in the next 30 minutes that we're together. This is home church to us. We're home. So we are just super, super excited to be here. Today, I'm just going to continue on with the series. Series is just say no. Just say no. And the series is based out of Titus 2.12. We're going to go over the verse and, and we're going to talk about that for one second. And I'm going to give you the focus of our subject today. Titus 2.12 says this. It teaches us to say no. It is God's grace. God's grace. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and to worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. So I was here last week. Pastor, I sat right down here. Pastor Dwayne emphasized that, that the word in this present age. In other words, the, the message, the series that we're talking about this week and, and last week is something that we do here. This isn't theory. This isn't theology. This is take it, apply it, and your life will be changed. Just as simple as that. So I, I want you to take your simple pill this morning. Everybody get out your simple pill. Us Christians, we complicate things. We, 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 we think it's the deeper and the more sophisticated things that create great life change. I guarantee you that if you'll take out your be simple pill and you take that, I'll take mine. I just had drink water here. All right. I took my simple pill. This is real simple. And this is very applicable to our lives today. So we're talking about just say no. And today, our subject is just say no. <laughs> You're all right, mom. Mom grabbed her mouth. <laughs> just say no to a bad attitude. <laughs> just say no to a bad attitude. And you know what? I'm going I'm to throw a little bit more in that. And we're going to talk about just say no to a bad life attitude. And, and the reason I say that is, is because of this. So when we think about attitudes, we, we think about those attitudes. We have so many attitudes every day. Attitudes come and go. And, and so we have all these little attitudes 
during, uh, during a period of 24 hours. And so, so often we focus on those attitudes. Boy, I need to change that attitude. That was a bad attitude. That was a, and, and, and that's fine. But all of our little daily attitudes are the result or the product of our big life attitude. I'll say it this way. The reason I say life attitude is because every day we have those little attitudes, but those little attitudes are controlled by our big life attitude. Let me, let me, let me say uh, what I mean by big life attitude. How we see life, how we think about life, and how we act that out. So your big life attitude is made up of how you think about life, how you see life in the way you project that. That's your big life attitude. And when we get the big life attitude thing right, everything else will align. Those daily attitudes will align. So this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about just about attitude to begin with. Then I'm gonna segue into four attitudes that I've learned, and I say I, this is my beautiful wife Carla here in the front row, that we have learned together, that we have, Carla's got some fans here, beautiful wife Carla. She's a gem. Four big life attitudes that we have discovered that has changed our life. And I'm gonna talk to you a little bit about our life story and and you will be convinced that if you adopt those life attitudes, your life can be changed also. So I'm gonna say some, I'm gonna say a few phrases that are really worth writing down. So if you grab a pen and a paper or grab your cell phone or grab an iPad or grab something to write something down. And those of you that are with us online, quick, grab something. I will give you some really good phrases. A couple of these phrases are tattoo-worthy. You may want to tattoo them on your body just to remember them. So this is what the Bible says about attitude. This is what the Bible says about life attitude. Ephesians 4, 23 and 24, the Bible says, let new your thoughts and attitudes put on your new nature created to be like God. Let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. That's the God part of it. Put on the new nature created to be like God. Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2 says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think or by changing your attitude. Now, before I go on, I'm with me, huge. This is huge. Because so many times I think that when we think about life, God, change me. Change me. Here I am. And, and even if we're humble about it, God, I am here. I open my life up to you. Change me. Transform me. Well, that ain't the way it works. I'll say that again. That ain't the way it works. I love prayer. I thought our time here this morning with with, with the worship team is just phenomenal. And there's needs and we pray for each other and partner together. That is phenomenal. But for you or for me 
to just say, God, here I am, open vessel. I want you. I open my life up to you. Change me. That's not the way it works. Look at, look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, the, the, the two verses we just read, says it says, let the Spirit, and in the other verse it says, but let God, and the word let is really allow, let the Spirit or allow the Spirit, let God or allow God, but then there's an action you have to take or that I have to take. So it's not just, okay, here I am, God. No, it says, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Okay, yes, 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 yes. But then it gives those instructions for us. Put on your new nature. Or that There's something he does, but the first moves mine. Then Romans 12, 2 says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God, once again, allow God to transform you into a new person. And, and then it's our part. How? By changing the way you think. So, so the bottom line is, the first move is ours. First move's mine. Okay, you guys are awfully quiet. The, okay, I'm going to go. Pastor Dwayne is gone. He's up in Gaylord preaching. He's a long ways away. And I was here last week, and you were kind of quiet last week. And I thought, well, you know, maybe that's the way Dwayne likes it. I don't like it that way. I, so I'm going to, so, okay, so we're going to do something. The first move is yours. So this is what you're going to do. I'm going to ask you to turn to the person that's on your left. Left is that way. Turn to the person on your left and, and, and tell that. Oh, hold on. We can't all turn to the left, can we? Okay, forget that. that I, nobody told me that in the first service. <laughs> okay, look at the person next to you and say, the first move's mine. The first move's mine. I, yes, I want change. How many, how many here, raise your hands, how many here would like something to change? No matter what it is, just, just something to change in their life. Awesome. Well, the first move's yours. You pray, you pray, you pray. And the cool thing about what we're talking about today, which is attitude, the cool thing is we got the power to do that. We got the power. One of, one, one of the greatest American thinkers to ever live, his name was William James. William James said this, the greatest discovery of my generation is that a person can change their life by changing their attitude. You, you, I can change my life. I can change what I'm actually living by changing my attitude. Now, it takes us a long time to get it. You know, we're just we're figuring that out. God's been saying it all along. <laughs> we just read it. He said it. He's been saying it forever. You can change your life by changing your attitude. You can change your life by changing the way you think about things. And, and we're just starting to get it. The greatest discovery of my generation is that a person can change their life by changing their attitude. And, and, and we're just getting that figured out. But, and it's, but it's simple. Friends, really, really. And, and I mean this with, with, with all sincerity. So many times we've got situations. Could be a relational situation. Could, could be marriage. Could be with our kids. Could be at work. It could, we've got situations, difficulties, you know, things that we've thought or done and we're struggling and we're just, and, and we think we have deep, seated 
profound situations on the inside of us, and we think, there's no way that I'm ever going to figure this out. And the truth is, so many times, all it takes is just change your attitude. Just change your attitude. I, was, I, I, I told you, Carla's here in the front row with me, and um, I travel a lot, a lot, a lot. I mean, because of what I do in, 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 in most Latin nations, I am every week, uh, at least twice, twice a week, excuse me, two times a month, two weeks out of a month, I'm traveling. So when you're traveling, you come back home. So you travel, come back home. So let's say goodbye, say hello, say goodbye, say hello, say goodbye, say hello. So we got in this, in this, in this, this racha. How do you say racha? We got in this stretch of our life. I speak Spanish all the time, so I forget my English words. So we got in the stretch of our, of our life when I would come home. We would forever be getting in these fights, not major fights, bickering. It would take us two or three days kind of to, to, to get things straightened back out and not be leaving again. And, and so I would come home and, and it would be tense and there would be things going on and, and, and then we'd finally get it worked out and, and, and then come back and the same thing. <coughs> Excuse me. So finally... One day, we were, we were straightening out one of these situations. And I asked Carla, I said, what do you think the problem is? Why do we always, why do we always get into this? She looked at me, just serious as ever, and said, because you have a bad attitude. <laughs> I mean, just flat out, because you have a bad attitude. I said, what, what do you mean? She said, when you come home, you have a bad attitude. And it starts off everything wrong. I thought, that. Eh, one, I thought in my mind, it can't be as simple as that. And two, it can't all be me. So maybe 99 and 1%, but there's got to be something. She said, no, you have a bad attitude. So, so I thought, all right, all right, all right. So I, this is what I thought. I didn't say nothing. I thought, all right, I'm going to change that. If, we're going to see. And I thought, I'm going to prove to her it's not it. So I decided, okay, because this is what I do. I, I'm, I'm kind of, um, I'm just, I can't say that word. I'm kind of structured in the way I do things. So I would always come home, and when you travel a long ways and you're in and out of customs, I go from one country to another country, then to another, you're in customs and security and airplanes, and believe me, it's not glorious. And you wear, man, you're in airplanes and things, you've got masks all the time. I mean, it's just not fun at all. So when I come home, I had this routine and this mindset that I go home, I put my suitcase throw it out, put everything away, dirty clothes, the whole thing. Then I take a shower, and then my trip ends. So I would basically come home, give Carla a peck on the cheek, and then keep going. And I would, I would do my thing. So she said, you got a bad attitude. I said, all right, I'll change it. So I decided, okay, this is, I know me. This is what I'm going to do. From now on, on my way home, I am going to call Carla, or I'm going to text her. I'm going to leave her a voice message. And, and, and by doing that, that will remind me that I got to have a good attitude when I get home. So I'd be coming home. We live in a town that's about an hour from the airport. So I'd fly in, get the car, and I'd be heading home. And so I would call Carla, and I'd say, Dear, I have arrived. I'm coming home. I can't wait to see you. And she would say, I can't wait to see you too. And I would come home. But just that simple thing changed my mindset and changed the way I was seeing. Now, I don't come home and take care of my suitcase and take a shower. I come home and, dear, 
And I'll be doggone if it didn't change everything. I ain't kidding you. I thought, you got to be kidding me. Just that? Just change my attitude and everything changed? And, and we're Christians and we think everything's sophisticated. We think, no, we need to go to marital counseling. No, we need to get, we need to have inner healing to figure this out and what is in us. No, God said, let me change you. Change your attitude. Now I'm liking it. Now I give her, now I call her up on the phone. I said, Mamacita, Papito's coming home. <laughs> now I really changed my attitude. Now she said, No, now you got to change that attitude. <laughs> It's just as simple as that, friends. And the cool thing about this, talking about attitude, is the attitude I have today is the attitude I decided to have. And so you, you can change it. You can change your life today. You can open a door and allow God to change everything in any part of your life by changing your attitude. It's just as simple as that. Say no to a bad attitude. And the way you say no to a bad attitude is beginning to embrace that big awesome, incredible life attitude in, 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 in creating that life attitude to be a great life attitude. Let me, let me open up the pages of our life a little bit and, and share something with you that it's part of who we are, part of our story. Uh, a lot of you know us, some of you don't, so I'll, I'll share it with you. I'll, I'll be brief. And then, I wa- and then I'm going to walk into four life attitudes that we've embraced that has changed our life and given us a life of a dream life in the middle of difficulty. Carla and I are from this, this is our home church, and we moved to Mexico 36 years ago and, and, and have been missionaries in Mexico and missionaries to Latin America for 36 years. In 1989, our third child was born. We had two girls, Juliana and Susanna, and then Timothy was born. And after that, uh, we had another son. His name's Jonathan. But when Timothy was born, he was born on May 1st, 1989. In September, the end of September, one morning, Carla went into Timmy's room, five months old, and found Timmy unconscious. So we lived in Guadalajara, Mexico. She, ran, she, she, she went to the hospital uh, with, with, with Timmy, went running to the hospital and, and called me up. I, I, was, I was out somewhere that morning and, and we began a, a season in our life that has continued all the way to this week. So Timmy was in the hospital for a month. We were in Guadalajara. We actually ended up in Chicago at Children's Memorial. And when the doctors, finally Timmy's, Health, his health recovered, basically came back to health as far as health. Timmy had suffered major brain damage. He had viral encephalitis was, was what had happened. And, and Timmy was, was hours with no oxygen to his brain. So Timmy uh, suffered massive brain damages, damage. And when the doctor, a doctor and, 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 and a couple, couple psychologists gave us our little son, Timmy, in October of 1989, they told us this, your son has suffered major brain damage, your son's blind, he'll never walk, he'll never talk, he'll never know you as his parents. To have a child in the household, and this were the psychologists that were talking, have a child in, the ho- in a household 
uh, as severely mentally impaired as Timmy is disastrous. 93% divorce rate. You'll have other psychological problems with your children. Uh, you can't do it. You need to put this child in a state hospital because it, 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 you just cannot do it. Boom, they gave us our little Timmy. And we were young and we went home and began to walk out a period of time that was very, very, very difficult. We went back to Mexico and pushed on and but three little kids, and, 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 and then Timmy, who, who would not cry, he would scream 24-7. We'd have to give him little, little droplets to make him sleep and, and physical exhaustion, and, and we pressed and pressed and pressed. But, but after about a year, a year and a half, it was, it was evident that we were, we were headed down the path of exactly what those doctors had said. We were continuing to hope, and, and, and the thing was, God, you have to do something or we can't do this. And, and our focus was on us and, and, and the way things were, and, and, and it was hard. It was hard. We were, we were, we were on the path of divorce, destruction, and, and you know, dysfunction and destruction. I remember we, we took a, a little time out, and, and we actually came here, and, and, and we were actually staying in a place just right down the street and where the mall, Riverside or View or whatever mall that is down, down the hill, that wasn't there. And there was a big open field. And I remember one day I, I walked out and, and I was going for a walk and just trying to figure out where, where do we go? What do we do? Nothing is changing with Timmy, so nothing is changing. And I went out into this open field. It was wintertime and there was snow on the ground. So I just threw myself back in the snow and, and, and nobody could see me because I was sunken into the snow and I was looking towards heaven. And I just said, God, if you, don't, if you don't change things, we can't do this. And I remember that God spoke to my heart that day and it was in, in, in real, it wasn't audible. It was just in my heart. And God spoke to me and said, no, you're the one that needs to change. I didn't know how to change, what to change, and I didn't understand what I'm talking to you about, that you can change the way you see life and you can change your attitude and your life can change. I didn't know that. But I did know that God had spoken to me and I come out of the snow and it was like, okay, I don't know what it is. I went back, I talked to God, I said, I don't know, I don't know what's going on, but, but we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it and, and, and we're gonna make it good and it is gonna happen and I don't know what and this and that and, 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 and Carl and I just kind of it grabbed hands, not physically, kind of grabbed hands in life and said, okay, we're gonna learn and, 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 and we're, gonna, we're gonna figure this out. And as we did that, we began to understand that our perspective and our attitude in life controlled everything. That God, what God had told me that no, you don't, your circumstances don't need to change. You need to change. You may be here listening to listening online right now thinking, and you may have been praying, God, you need to change things so things can change. And I'm here to say, no, if you'll change, things will change. So we began to, to, to learn, and, and there's not time to go, go, go through that learning process, but I do want to get to the place where I talked to you about what we learned. We adopted certain life values or life attitudes that changed everything. Changed everything. Timmy continued on five years, 10 years, 15 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old. Our circumstance never changed. 
But our attitude did and so our life did. So let me quick, quickly, let, let me talk to you about four. I only did three in the first service and, and I even have less time now than I did in the first service. So uh, someday, someway, somehow, I'll do the fourth one. We'll see how things go. But let me at least give you three, possibly four of those attitudes. And if you'll write these down, listen to me, if you'll write these down and you will adopt them right now, I promise you, you can go home and your life can be different. Your life can be different. Because it's, we're the first move. We're the first move. So, so we, we chose to adopt some life attitudes that are truths from the word of God. And it's incredible that what I'm talking to you about, you can embrace and put that into practice today. Or put them into practice today, and your life can be changed. So, so, so attitude number one. Attitude number one that we adopted, that changed our whole outlook in life. One, this life is temporal compared to eternity. This life is temporal compared to eternity. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18, listen to this, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes. This is, this is key, guys. So we fix our eyes. So we don't look at what's happening right now. We fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal is eternal. So, so, so we embrace that. We thought that is so true. Like we are going to live for all eternity. What does it matter if we got Timmy with us for 80 and 90 years? We are so temporal focused. We're so focused on what's happened to me now and what's going on and what I did or what they did to me and how this is and oh, and, and we, we got ourselves. Well, well, all we need to do is take that, just take that and, and hone that down to what this physical life is compared to eternity, friends. If this room represents eternity, that little dot right there on this table represents the 80, 90 years we're here. Joker, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. It is, it is but a, 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 a wink, a closing and an opening of the eyes. This life is so fast. So, so we just adopted that. Well, if we got our little Timmy with us for, for 80, 90 years, that ain't nothing. We can do this. And, and we changed our attitude and life started to change. In the same circumstance, our little son was still blind. He still didn't walk. He still didn't talk. We changed diapers for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years. Your life can change if you'll change your attitude. If your focus is the here and now, what's happening to you and to what's happening around you, you will never achieve a great attitude in life. Just say no to that. Attitude number two. Life is not about us. Living for others is the way to go. 
when we get our eyes off of ourselves, start to think about others, care about others, love others, share with others, and start to live for others. It's amazing, absolutely amazing how we start to see our situation in a different light. The Bible says this in Philippians 2, 3, and 4, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. Wow. Wow. So when I, when I, I'll talk about me. When I managed to get my eyes off of my situation and what we were, and, and the challenges in our family, began to lift up my eyes and see others and care about others and value others, everything changed. It's amazing. It's amazing. Allow God to change your life by changing the way you think, by changing your attitude. I'll say this, and we'll go on to the next thing, and this is worthy of writing down. I am not responsible to fill your cup. I am responsible to empty mine. You are not responsible to fill anyone else's cup. You are responsible to empty yours. And I'll just say this, and I'll say this about me. I have adopted the attitude, woe be unto me if I, if I leave this world with a full cup. We're going to give it all away. We're going to give it away. Give every smile away. Give every thought away. Give every good word away. Give, every, give the money away. Give it all away. Because I am not responsible to fill your cup, but I better not leave planet Earth with a full cup. When we live for others, to bless others and to help others, it changes everything. And the cool thing about that is as you start to give it away, God just keeps filling it up. You want to live in God's grace? Put a demand on God's grace. Put a demand on that thing. Number three, real quick. The, uh, attitude number three we adopted. It's not what we dreamed it would be, but it can be awesome. It's not what we dreamed it would be. Listen, friends, life will throw you a curveball. I guarantee it. When we're young, we'll dream about the, when we're in our teens, we'll dream about our 20s and our 30s and, and how it'll be and the way it'll be and then our 40s and our 50s. And I guarantee you, life will throw you a curveball. We live in a, we live in a crazy world that is crazy corrupt. And what I mean by that is that it's not perfect. There are bad things that will happen and we will do some of those bad things. Hello. Welcome to planet Earth. But let me tell you what, life will throw you a curve, but it can be awesome. It can be awesome. And, and, and we, we, we never expected to, to, to have such an incredible little boy in our life, little Timmy, but that was a lot of work. And that was a different lifestyle. It changed everything. His life was out of the box, and so our life was out of the box. But let me tell you what. It can be awesome. I wouldn't trade our life with the life of anyone. Because if we didn't have little Timmy in our life, I wouldn't be standing here talking to you about life attitudes. I guarantee you. Because when you don't have to, a lot of times you don't. 
That's why I'm being as just as just as I'm giving you all I got today because because maybe you might not be in the situation I was in and you might think, well, I got time to do this. No, do it now. Do it now. I promise you it, it, it works. It may not be what you think, but it can be awesome. Your life can be awesome. My time's gone. I'll give you number four just so you have it. Our attitude is contagious. Spread it around. When you adopt that awesome, crazy, wonderful lifestyle and those attitudes and your life changes, spread it. And, and, and let, me, let, me, let me tell you what I'm talking about by that. I'm talking about the opposite of the whole, what the whole world is living right now. You know, with, with, not, not to spread this horrible thing. So when you have something bad, quarantine. <laughs> when you have something good, let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine and spread it all over the place. Go every place you can go, be with every person you can be, spread it, baby. Because that, that, that attitude, that, that, that thing is contagious. Jesus said this, Matthew 5, 15 to 16, 15 and 16, he said, don't hide your light, let it shine for all. Let me finish my story. This week, on Tuesday, a group of us came around, our little friend, son, love of our hearts, little Timmy, and 32 years old, on Tuesday, he stepped out of this life and went on to be with the Lord. Timmy died on Tuesday. Pastor Dwayne, such a wonderful, wonderful friend. He called me up. He said, Juan. He said, man, you know, talk to me about Timmy and everything. And because there's been such wonderful friends for 32 years in our life with Timmy. He said, you, 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 you sure you still want to preach on Sunday? And I thought, you kidding me? I know what I'm preaching on. <laughs> I'm preaching on attitude. I said, man, I, the, the, one of the best ways I could honor Timmy, is to talk to you about this little guy that Carla and I had the privilege of having in our life as our son for 32 years. Helped us to grow up. Helped us to, to be able to adopt some attitudes that has changed our life. said, of course I will. I'll do anything, anything to share something with somebody that could change their life. Friends, what, I'm share, what I shared with you today is it's fresh. But it's real. You can go through anything in life even the hardest things in life. And you can live just an incredibly victorious and happy life because God will help you do that if you'll adopt the right 
life attitude. I want to do two things. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads, if you would. Two things real quick. First things for everyone, everyone here. And I'm just going to ask, hey, please, just bow your heads, and you that are online, just listen and, and respond. If you're, if, if you're here today and, and you'd say, John, I, <laughs> I know I need some adjustments, and I know the first move is my move. I've been waiting on God, but I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. And I'm going to make the first move. And you're here today, and you'd say, I need some attitude adjustments. And I'm going to adopt some of those attitudes that you talked about. If that's you, raise your hand. I want to pray for you. Hundreds and hundreds of people. Father, I pray for everyone that has their hand lifted up. What an awesome, awesome God you are. That, that you want to partner with us, but you never push us. Father, that, that, thank you for partnering with us in that today we decide to take the first step in ad adopting a new way of thinking, adopting a new way of, uh, uh, of a new attitude. And Father, we allow you to take that and then to change us. You don't have to change our circumstances, Lord. Just change us. Everything else will change. Thank you, Father. Okay, one more thing. If you're online, listening to me live, or perhaps you just clicked on and you're watching this by video, maybe you're in the auditorium, and you're here today, and you, you don't know what would happen if your heart stopped. This is so real to me because on Tuesday I had my hand on a little beating heart and it stopped. None of us have tomorrow promise, friends. None of us. So we don't know when our time ends here on earth. But the one thing I can tell you is you have a heavenly father that just loves the daylights out of you. He thinks you're the greatest in the world, and you are. And he would love to have the opportunity to have a relationship with you. So if you're here or listening to me today, and you don't know what would happen to your life if you were to abandon your physical body and you were to die, I want to help you. I want to help you take a step, take a step towards your heavenly Father. And to do that, it's real simple. Maybe you've been to churches and you've, been, you've heard people say things and, and, and it just seems so complicated. It doesn't matter if you understand this. You, you, it, possibly you're in a place to say, I don't know even what I believe. That's okay. Let, let me help you. I'm going to say a prayer and everybody in the auditorium is going to say this prayer with me just to help you. We're going to repeat this prayer, and what you're going to do is you're just going to open the, the, the door to your heart, and you're going to ask your Heavenly Father to come in. Let me explain something to you. If you are a, if you are a thousand feet from God, 
God will take the first 999 steps to the heart, excuse me, to the door of your heart, and he'll knock. But he will not push that door in. So today, he's standing at the door and he's knocking. And today you can just open the door and say, God, I don't understand all this, but I want to know you. So if that's you, why don't you say this prayer? Mean it with your heart. It's real simple. And you're going to take a step towards him. You're going to open the door to your heart. And you're going to allow him to come in. So everybody help me in an auditorium. Say with me, Father. Say it out loud. Father, I open the door to my heart. And I ask you to come in. I want to know you. I thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he died for my sins. I ask you to forgive my sins. And I thank you that today I take my first step towards you and I want to know you. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope what you heard today has been encouraging and given you new insight into the Word of God. We upload weekly, so join us again next time. Be blessed and enjoy your week.